Hey everyone, this is Chris, and I just wanted to add a little context. So, it's been a hot minute since uh, since we've dropped a, an episode. Um, Christian, I do apologize for that. Um, you've noticed over the last while, we've had an ongoing theme of sometimes life happens. And it's been keeping happening. Uh, so it has caused some delays. We are sorry about that. But we're really excited to share this episode um, and and part two of it, uh, which will be episode 14. And you'll notice uh, with the title of this, it's Semi-Live. And that's because Christian and I had the chance to record live together in person and it's semi-live because, hey, it was live for us. It just wasn't live for you guys. And we ended up splitting this episode into two parts. Um, the first part, episode 13, is of uh, what were then current events. So I guess are now quasi-current or semi-current or current as of a month ago. Or past tense current events. <laughs> We were just talking about some stuff that was going on at the time, uh, and then we uh, we transitioned into a, a full uh, a full episode that we thought works better as its own standalone episode of our thoughts on the Batman. Um, so that's kind of the uh, just providing the context of a little brief update of what's going on, why it's been about a month or so. And a hot minute or a cold minute, I'm really not sure the meaning of a hot minute. I've heard it both in the tense of it's been a while, but I've also heard it in the tense of like it's super fast. Uh, so I'm really not sure. Um, and so I just wanted to let you know why things have been a bit delayed. It's just a case of life is still very much happening. Um and it's it it is affecting how quickly we're we're getting our output done. And we're sorry about that. Um, and I also wanted to provide some context why this episode is shorter than our normal ones, but also why it's it's called semi live part one and then quasi current events or <laughs> current events in the past tense. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to give you guys that update. Episode 14 will be coming much sooner than this one did. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We hope you're being safe. And uh, we hope you'll join us again for episode 14. Hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Chris and Christian, and you're listening to the Radio Arcade Podcast. Live. Live. Well, <laughs> not really. It won't be live for you. It's live for us. Uh, and the fun aspect is, this is the first time we are recording this podcast in person. I am live with Christian yes. right now. <laughs> Mere feet away from each other. Mere feet, although two microphones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why they do it on the podcasts. On um, <laughs> 
all the podcasts we watch all the time. <laughs> all the podcasts that we watch and not listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you actually watch podcasts? Yeah, I was watching one last night. Um, I watched Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee and his girlfriend, Kalila. What's Tiger Belly? It's their podcast. It's what he would call her when they started dating. Who are these people? You know Bobby Lee from um, Mad TV? No. Little Asian dude, Bobby oh! Lee? Oh! Yeah. See, I, uh, this whole time I was picturing this as like some Tiger King Jason. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he just, that's just like part of their nomenclature or whatever. He, he would, go, that was his nickname for Kalila when they, when they first got together, Tiger Belly. So then they named the podcast that. Nice. And uh, they, it's pretty big now. Like they, they're one of the, the biggest ones. And, um, but, yeah, I was watching it last night. No, I was watching them. You know the H3H3 podcast with Ethan Klein, Ethan Hila Klein? I think so. Yeah, they're also, okay, so they got, they were just YouTubers who got big, right? Right. And now Are they, they have like a podcast. I see them popping up in various circles at times when they talk politics. Yes. Like, you'll see stuff where it's like people hard, like hardcore conservatives being like, I love the point he made. Mm-hmm. But then on the same point, you'll see people on the, on the left or of almost any political spectrum except for the like extremists on any side, even people on like the left, I've seen them be like, Hey, he brought up a really good point. Even if he doesn't always say stuff I like, he's pretty, he's gotten pretty, pretty far left recently. Like he's, he's gotten into some trouble, but anyway, anyway, so they, so they were on their (laughs) podcast because there's all this drama in the, in the, the comedy universe where, this guy named Brendan Schaub, he was a former UFC fighter, became a comedian. He's not funny. He seems to be like a misogynist and a racist. And he's just like a bro. He's just a D-bag, right? Um, and he was he basically, he hit on Kalila um, two years into Bobby's relationship. And when he, like, you know, Bobby's with Kalila and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Schaub was married. And he, so he basically tried to get Kalila to do stuff to him. And she was like, no. <laughs> and so then all this sort of blew up. And uh, so they, so I watched the podcast because, uh, I don't know, I was in my computer chair and I was playing yeah. video games. And I'm like, oh yeah, I want to see how all that shook out. Cause they finally aired their dirty laundry out and I really want to know what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I watched, I watched that. <laughs> I watched that last night. It, it, it's one of those interesting things where. It's like, on one hand, we're like, you don't need to share this. It's nobody's business. But then on the other hand, we're very curious. <laughs> we're very curious creatures. Mm-hmm. We're also like, I don't want to share anything, but I want to know what's going on with other people. <laughs> Give me that dirt. <laughs> it's twofold, right? Because, like, so Brendan, so then Brendan, so after Kalila, so Kalila was talking, she has her own podcast with these other two female comedians. And then she was saying, oh, this guy. She didn't say who it was, but oh, he's threatening this and he's, he's apparently has some dirt on me. So he wants me to stop talking about this stuff, but I'm not going to, he can like say whatever he wants. So the dirt was that her and Bobby had an open relationship briefly and he was going to basically say like, oh, you cheated on Bobby and stuff like that. I'm going to like air it out. And so then they just came out and said, yeah, she like, she, he's like, I was cool with it. And then I wasn't. And then when I wasn't, it stopped. So, I mean, that was the information. That was the yeah. blackmail, right? But, yeah. um, so, so basically what's happening is that Shab's podcast, The Fighter and the Kid, it's with him and Brian, this guy named Brian Callen. And Brian Callen, I don't know, do you know what happened with Chris D'Elia? Where he got into, he got canceled, he got into a bunch of crap. Who is that? He's another comedian. Oh my God. <laughs> Two worlds colliding here. So, um, he got in trouble and Callen was like in his sphere of okay. comedians. And then, so he by proxy got in trouble. But anyway, so, um, Okay, <laughs> so the fighter and the kid, the the, the subreddit, 
they all hate Shab. It's basically like a, sh- a hate on Shab subreddit, where it's like sixty thousand people go to the subreddit <laughs> dedicated to his podcast just to make fun of him and say like, <laughs> it's amazing. And so what he's he's basically accusing Bobby of of masterminding this, right? Like he gets Bobby on the phone after Kalila says that on her podcast, and it's him and a bunch of guys from the comedy store, like like um Callan, some other guys, like the Bros, and they're like, "Yo, you got to get your woman in line, man." They're yelling at him, calling him weak and stuff, and like bullying him. And so they all, they just came out with it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's it's interesting that, like, when you brought up now, none of these people I know, I don't know many comedians. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, I enjoy stand-up every once in a while, but it's basically like, hey, people I've already heard of um, or used to enjoy, like Chappelle, um, or I'll revisit, like, Harlan stuff, but I don't really go into comedy too much just because at times I'm like, I get the point you're making. I just don't enjoy like a lot of language or stuff. Or when you get dudes like that, where it seems to be like with comedy, some of the stuff is just like, Hey, I don't know yet how to be funny. So I'm going to go for that shock value and make you so uncomfortable that you're going to laugh because you don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then with that, I'm like, I don't find that funny. I'll laugh in uncomfortable situations because I don't know what to do. But when I know you're trying to make me uncomfortable enough to laugh, I'm like, no, that's that's just not funny. And you you need to get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not down with the this whole bro thing. It's all like machismo, 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 uh, alpha male BS. Like if it's if it's there as a caricature. Like, if you're doing a bit... If it's an ironic, satirical, yeah. self-aware sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there, there, there's room for it. Like, if it's a sketch <laughs> or a skit, sure. Yeah. But that's also in small doses. Like, if that's your entire persona and it you're not doing it, like, tongue-in-cheek, I'm talking, like, think what Colbert did when he was doing the rapport. Like, he was playing a character. Yeah, if those conservatives could read, they'd be very angry. Right <laughs> <laughs> if they understood what satire was, or, they'd be very angry. Or like, <laughs> po- like the whole time, like Papa O'Reilly, like the the joking admiration he was showing, like he, he was playing a bit the entire time. Like, d- who's Papa O'Reilly? Le- no, he was. He, he'd referred to Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you were I'm giving just, me this glare. Like, how, like dare you, how dare you? How call Bill O'Reilly Papa? I'm yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm referencing a bit. Oh, okay, because I'm like <laughs> Bill O'Reilly is like. One of the biggest scumbags <laughs> on the planet. No, and, and, well, his whole point, because Colbert's whole shtick was like, this is like his whole show, and he was like, no, it's a send up a Bill O'Reilly show. Like, it's oh, yeah. no spin zone, and he'd he'd be jokingly affectionate. Whenever he did stuff on, like, that's something I actually really admired about Colbert at the time, because even though it's like, I disagree entirely with this dude, polit- like, with your politics, with your views, with your opinions, like, He'd still kill him with kindness, mm. even even in the satire. Yeah. Like he wouldn't be like, "I'm gonna sh- go on your show and be an entire dick." Like it's gonna yeah. be like, you know what? I'm gonna make fun of you, but in that way where it's like, you can't write me off because yeah. I'm being a jerk. Like I'm gonna show you how silly you are to your face, to the point that you gotta you're gonna have to self-examine afterwards. I like I like see. Colbert was so popular because, and this has happened a couple times, where conservatives don't understand that they're being made fun of, like when they watch that show. Like my Uncle Dave, for instance, he he's like, oh, I love Colbert. I'm like, you understand it's satire, right? You understand he's making, like, he's making fun of conservatives. And he's like, no, 
And then he just sort of goes, and I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. It's that's what the Pop O'Reilly thing, right? Because when you, you say because it's like they treat see, I I it's interesting to me just because like I like I've run I don't want to say like I've run in conservative circles like I've been conservative, mm. but like I've got a lot of friends who have been conservative. So I've got friends in the conservative circles. And they like that window is interesting to me because a lot of people who would be I'd say more in the diehard conservative circles, they'd look at Colbert with that disdain, almost, like they did with Jon Stewart, Mm. where it's like, no, I know I'm being mocked. (laughs) Like, I know. And it's like, okay, but you're being mocked, but not in that jerkish way, where it's like, look, he's, he's doing this lovingly in the sense of like i'm gonna i'm i'm showing you the airs of this uh, like of this opinion of this philosophy on this issue but it's also not like hey i'm ripping you to shreds and you can now ignore me because i'm being a giant (laughs) a-hole but yeah i guess i see i I never like that i don't like the veneer of civility i'm like if 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 you're someone who's worth the civil like civility then you'll get it but like just like if you're not, that should be even more of an opportunity to be like, oh, why are people not being civil with me? <laughs> it must be literally everybody else's problem, not the things I say and do and believe, right? Like, well, and I, well, that's almost the thing. I think with Colbert, at least how, like, at the show at the time, he, like, the way he delivered his stuff. Well, you have to. Well, exactly. You have to then realize, like, okay, if I'm getting upset, it's not because of how it's not because of how this person is delivering it. Yeah. It's not because like, it's not because of this. It's like, if, if you're getting angry at how Stephen Colbert was presenting something, it's like, like you have to accept now the issue is, is you mm. like how you're responding and how that, like, there's no other explanation. It's not like you can't chalk it up to him being antagonistic. Yeah. You can't chalk it up to like how like frivolous with certain words where it's like, Ooh, that word irked me or anything like that. Or the tone irked me. It's like, no, yeah. no. it's so clearly satire that if you're upset, this is clearly on you and you got to wrestle through that. I think it's, it's just so he perfectly like he, he perfectly sort of, like the, that, like that example of Big Papa O'Reilly. That's such a good example, right? Like the way that, <laughs> like the right seems to like deify or, or they have like this um, appreciation for like a, a strongman father figure sort of thing. Where it's, and to him, like to us people, like me at least, I'm just like, yeah, it's insane and ridiculous and kind of scary. And then so he'll <laughs> then he'll he'll do it, and, and conservatives are like, yeah, Big Papa O'Reilly and, and, and stuff. And but he's like, it's like, no, dude, you should. You're a scary person, like. You, <laughs> and, it, it, and to me, as I'm hearing that, I'm like, I got no problem with someone being like, oh, big pop of this or whatever. It's more so like, okay, but l- we got to get a lot more choosy yeah. about who it, this is. It sort of makes me think about like, like, it, it, like, is it Hannity? If someone's like, Han- like, oh, Papa Hannity, I'd be like, oh, no, same, no, 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 same, no. I don't know, man. To me, like, yeah, O'Reilly Hannity doesn't oh, like yeah, both. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But it, 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 it'd be like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. It makes me think about like, you. See, I don't know if you've seen like tweets about this where there are people are like, oh, so Biden won? How come I haven't seen a single like truck sticker or flag or anything like that? It's like, because they're not in a cult, dude. Like they, like people who voted for Biden, like if, if someone who voted for Biden lived in like, you know, the Northeast, they're not going to take a bus 
like 12 hours or something down to the southwest just to attend a rally because they're not in a cult and they're not insane because they have a job they have things to do that you know it's, it's like like hey man he's not my dad he's uh he's a politician i elected okay he's not like the the, the second coming of jesus he's he's a politician i like you know what oh i mean my gosh. like a lot of these right wingers like they they it's like this huge it's this crazy like weird cult like they this no matter what like if it's like if it's religion if it's politics it's, it's all cult ish like, it's like and the thing is I, I now i've seen some of that on on the left to a much less degree but then the other thing i'd be like if people are like i haven't seen this i'd be like where are you though yeah 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 Yeah. i've got some friend like i've got some friends in hamilton who they like hamilton uh like for all its flaws it's a good spot but there's certain uh, there's certain neighborhoods that are like say primarily ndp neighborhoods and there's some that have more of a conservative riding Mm -hmm. and then there's like none that are ontario party um thankfully (laughs) there's certain spots where if someone's in that say conservative area after like an election has gone through and the ndp guy won they might be like well i'm not seeing any of that it's like well yeah but look at your area look at your area look at when an election's going what are the majority of the lawn signs what are the majority of the voting stickers like what are the majority of that area yeah when you get out of that area you will see a lot more like yay Maybe. Matt Green or yay, like insert yeah. local whoever. To, like as a Canadian, I've never like, I rarely ever, ever see any, any political signs or signage after an election, right? Like people aren't like, my guy, like it's, it's, I, you, it's I very have, different in the States. Oh, oh, and no, it's no, clearly no, like, abs- absolutely. Like, I don't think you're going to see a truck with like Decepticon stickers, QAnon, Jews, all that stuff. Trump won if, or it's like Biden. Like, I don't even know how you would make a left wing equivalent of that <laughs> insanity. Right. Uh, like, and, and that's the thing I was thinking too, cause we were, we were talking about how like, you know, we're talking about the left and the right and stuff like that. And it really, it really, really bugs me. And people are like, oh, but they're both bad. I'm like, okay, okay. So like, tell me where the left is. Like, show me what political power, like, so, so you're mad because there are some college students who have insane political views. Okay. Like that's a tale as old as time, literally. Um, (laughs) What I'm upset about are right wing or or like Republicans and stuff, basically, um, uh, what is what is it engaging in voter suppression or trying to take away rights from people that were uh, under the guise of being like oh this is this wasn't a right people had at the very beginning of the country so it isn't a right they should have now and it's like okay well you can make that argument for women voting women having bank accounts you can make that argument for loans you can make that argument for income tax you can make that argument for basically for a lot of stuff that doesn't have, uh, a lot of things that doesn't don't affect like middle or upper class white men um, yeah yeah and it just I, I just I really don't like this whole like and before anybody goes at because it does the at at us because uh people are no like oh it's all the no no one does we've got a very little listener base <laughs> but <laughs> i do know at points like when when you call what because y- y- you could argue it's fashionable to call out like say white privilege and all that like oh it's trendy it's easy to get on sure but that's also one not what we're doing because like We've got such a little listener base, but then two, because when parties point out stuff like that, like, oh, it didn't have, it didn't have that at the time. It's like, hey, factually speaking, the stuff set up at that time was to the benefit of a key group. And that key group was something we both happen to be middle-class white people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white yeah. men. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I just have this issue where, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And like, when they're talking about the left and cancel culture, I'm like, well, yeah, but the, the right actually, like, the people they're in power and they're canceling things like books, yeah. or they're canceling things <laughs> like, like it's just no. or, or like, like, dude, I don't know, man. Oh no, no, and I see, and I'm with you. Like, yeah. where what I like, I know, I know, I've done that a lot, and you've you've actually called me out on it, and like on the side, and I've appreciated that. My my point when I try to bring up like the both and isn't to be like, it's not the same level. Mm. The only reason I'll bring it up and listener hear me now. I'm not at all saying it is the same level. The only reason I bring it up at points is because at times, not you, but people I've talked to on the left or in those more left circles, they've got some of the similar blinders Mm. where it's like, Hey, I'm bringing up that this side is culpable too. Not to the same level. I have yet to see any conspiracy, like any conspiracy QAnon level stuff come from oh, that the too. left. Not, don't get me started on that. Yeah. yeah oh, I know. Yeah. I know. No, no, no. There's, but, the left is, yeah. No, no. That That's like, that's all I'm trying to do. So I'll just say like, hey, listener, also, because I, I appreciate that you brought that, like you've brought that up to me in the past, because I'm not trying, it's one of those things where you're like, ah, if you bring it up, you're, you might be equating it at the same level where it's like. No, similar behavior, but impact levels vastly, hugely different. Yeah, to me, it's like it's like I'm talking about the Nazis, and someone's like, "Yeah, but you know that in America they have zoos <laughs> where they keep animals." It's like, yeah, that's bad, dude. But like, also, like I think the Nazis are probably worse. like it's, it's, I think that the disparity is so large that maybe we shouldn't care about zoos right now. Well, <laughs> like, that's like, not a thing. It's like, hey, they have zoos. It's like, oh yes, and and. and the common it, it, the Nazis have zoos, but they're also killing a lot of Jewish people. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, the common it, it's not even apples and oranges. Like, I'll try to I'll I'll start making this joking distinction now, where I'll be like, we're not talking apples and oranges. We're talking about like apples and bananas, where they're not at all the same fruit. They're not at all the same taste. <laughs> apples they're and not, grenades. They're also not even <laughs> like they don't even have the co- commonality of being spherical. Like the only commonality here is fruit so if in the commonality of zoos and that it's like okay it's bad but very different yeah incredibly different right it's like it's like, like it's it's not even the same ballpark we're not we're not in the same sphere here yeah, like, the commonality is bad if a country's invading <laughs> other countries and killing jewish people why should i care about zoos <laughs> right like why should that be a thing to me? and and was, i saw a tweet down there. i've been saving all these tweets because like people have been coming up with like banging tweets ever since all this uh abortion stuff is going down in the states and someone's like you know republicans they they don't want your child to read handmaid ta- Handmaid's Tale, but they're fine with them living it. And I'm like, oh, oh that's so good. Oh. Like, I, I, and then they're like, oh, we're against cancel culture, but we're going to ban like books and like women and like healthcare. And, and it's like, oh, dude. Like the fear I have uh, is I'm seeing some of that, some of that similar stuff come up to Canada where it's in the sense of like, you've got, good people who might vote for Republicans, but it's because it's gotten down to like, it's very politics in the States is very, very cult. Like where it's like, okay, even if my party is doing a lot of things that I disagree with, it's the party that like is on my side. So it's almost like the cognitive, cognitive dissonance. Dissonance. Yeah. Like that, like that conservative predilection towards loyalty over. Yes. Yeah. It was like, it was like by default, if this one, this person identifies as like my group, it doesn't matter what they do. 
anything they do is good because they're part of my group because it, it, it serves the ends of my group. So it's like, if they're a murderer, that's fine. It's one of those <laughs> things where it's a, a, like, I saw a fair bit of it with Trump. Like I know a lot of conservatives who did not like Republicans who did not vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. I think they ended up, they seriously looked at third party mm-hmm. where it was like, Hey, you know, like they, there was enough stuff there that they disagreed with the, the Democrats and the States on that. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm legit going to find third party. Mm-hmm. And then other ones, it was like, they didn't get that level where it was like, I don't for them. It was like, I don't want third party. I don't want this guy, but I, it came down to, that party loyalty, and I think that's something that needs to shake down in the states. They it's can't, a fear though. I've had. Oh, I know. Yeah, and it's so it's ingrained, a- but it's something that's coming up here. Yeah, I- that I'm fearful of. Where it's like, let's focus on the, not necessarily the party, but yeah. what the person's going to do. What what's the ideas being present? What's being brought up? Sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no, no, no you're good to go. So the thing, the thing that really gets me is like, it sucks as someone who's like generally left leaning, or I don't want to even call myself liberal because I, I. I feel like, in my opinion, that has bad connotations. But the, <laughs> the thing is, is that um, it sucks trying to defend the because it's like they're like, oh, but they're just as corrupt. I'm like, they are like they're not not corrupt, dude, but they're not as inherently damaging the fabric of like culture and society and democracy as the right wing is. So it's like it's really difficult because it's like um, without proportional representation or um, or like first past the post or like proper representational voting where we can have like eight parties all with like a modicum of power that have to work together, right? That's what the states need. They need a delineation of um, of power, right? So They seriously need more than just the two parties. Yeah. I just want to, okay, one thing, one thing, and this, this really got me because I remember some, sometimes you say things and it, it makes me angry for literally months afterwards. Like <laughs> I, I constantly <laughs> think about them where I'm just like, there's another example of why that's not the case. But we were, we were talking about how you were like, you shouldn't demonize all, all people who vote right wing. I'm like, okay, you're like, <sighs> I, I feel like, like I guess. yeah, yeah, it's a very much I guess thing. But then what I saw recently is this story. There's a there was a Republican primary, which means both candidates are Republicans. It's not a left right. They're both right wing. The candidate who won is currently being charged for the murder of his wife, who had just finished her last chemo treatment because she found out that he was cheating on her, so he killed her, and he just won the primary. So Republican voters given given a choice between two right wingers, one who murdered his 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 wife who was just finished chemo because she found out he was cheating, and another guy who didn't do that, they voted for the first guy. Now what do you what am I to say to this? What am I supposed to take away from this, right? Like I'm like Okay, so it's not, it's not like they like okay, well, like my candidate is now a murderer, uh, so I'm gonna have to vote for the left wing. Like I, I it's weird because I almost get like I would just abstain, right? Like if it was right. between like if it was my left wing candidate killed his wife, is, no, 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 I, well, I would be like okay, I'm not voting this one. Like, but they had they had two right wingers and they chose the worst. See now, <laughs> I guess what my advice to you <laughs> would be one, I'd be like okay that. Get off the internet. <laughs> a horrible thing. Uh, I'd also be like, is that an accurate representation of the entirety? But then also... It was the whole state. <laughs> well, then also my curiosity is like, okay, I want to know how much... I, I want to know what the dissemination of the information is in that state. I'd love... Like, that's where my curiosity is. Mm. Because I'm like, 
something we haven't uh, like we haven't talked about on the podcast much but at times when you and I both have been watching like say World War II documentaries a fascinating thing for us has been like how information got disseminated during those times well- like it during World War II, especially mm. in Germany, but mm. also in the Allied countries, of like how they'd cover up what information did get released. We had the internet. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, I'm no. fairly certain. Like in a in a like because because even though they're they're both Republicans, they're still against each other, right? So like I'm pretty sure that that story the story has to get out to everyone. Like there's no way you could not know about that, right? It's a primary. Like it's one of those things where I think yes, but I'm also like I'm I'm legit insanely curious okay i don't and, okay so my my other point is i was listening to a podcast the other day they were talking about how they would interview I see the anger you're like i'm still gonna be angry <laughs> that's for not, everyone knew about it and they still did it Chris. There's, no, there's nothing to think about here they're bad people who do bad things so um <laughs> i was listening to an interview uh i was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about um when they interviewed uh german soldiers and stuff after the war and just citizens and they were like yeah we're deeply ashamed and then they move on to the jewish thing and they're like yeah but you know the jews were a problem because they were all like making ghettos and taking our jobs and stuff it's like well how can there be all these poor people like just concentrating ghettos but also taking all your jobs i don't understand uh but but yeah so it's crazy how they would like this duality of man right like where um but anyway okay so we we should be talking to batman i don't want to talk about nazis here here, i'll quickly say i I will agree that yes the people that voted for the murderer, they are bad people. Yeah. I agree with yeah, you. Because I, they're I right wing. <laughs> I, I think it's because they're bad people. I know. I don't you point to a single right wing policy that's done any good for anyone in the past 50 years. Can I, can you just give me one, just bring one up. <laughs> I didn't do my homework yeah, for this because I, I didn't know this was coming. It just seems like you should be able to know one. Like, we would all know. Like, for me, it's like, like, uh, like anything FDR did. And that was crazy because a lot of these right wingers they want the New Deal. They want those policies. They're angry. Like it's it's interesting because a lot of them voted for Bernie. Uh, and even you go on a Canadian subreddit, a lot of them are like, I'm not voting for, for conservatives, I'm voting for the Greens. You know, the, if they it, it's very interesting how on a side note, as and it's something I've said to you before, but as we literally just said, like something about there needs to be a third party, I swear. At the time, if Bernie could, like, say what you will about Yang or Tulsi or whoever, but because those two also had a similar cross-the-aisle appeal that Bernie did. Yes, that's true. If those, like, if those three, I'm not saying run independent, but if they had set up a separate party, that could, would it have won? Maybe not, but would it have gotten a substantial amount of support? Yeah. Zeroed out. What I'm finding is that, like, the state seems to be, there just seems to be a lot of very, very dumb, poor people who are very disenfranchised. And it doesn't matter if it's a Trump or if it's a Bernie, they want an outsider. And so they don't care if it's like, they can't see past like, oh, is this guy going to mess up the system? Is this guy not the status quo? Okay, I'm going for it. And it's like, dude, that's just pure contrarianism. Like, you're not going to get anywhere you want to be with that sort of thought, right? I'm also just going to quickly say now, just because yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to bring it up on my show, but I recently just came across a thing from the ex-president who said, and I quote, I have done more for Christianity and religion than anyone else. So any of my, any fellow Christians who might be listening to this show or listen to me through One Cross Radio, I'd like to say right now how patently ridiculous (laughs) and actually upsetting and (laughs) offending that was. And I am begging you, one, 
we're encouraged. Uh, this isn't to turn into a sermon and we'll move on very quickly, but one, we're told to pray for our enemies. So pray for the man, yeah. but then also keep that in mind when we're like, oh, it's a Christian in the office. Look at the fruits of this dude's labor yes. and tell me if he is accurately representing because that is not an accurate representation of faith. And I think if you're going to make a claim like that, you got to be like ready to deal with the follow because the last guy who did the most for Christianity, it did not work out so well for him. So I just, yep. wanna, <laughs> I just maybe we should maybe we should just stick with that plan. And uh, and, and that happened with a lot of the a lot, early a, a, a lot, lot of the of early Christians. People, yeah, Jewish people, Christians, just basically anyone that got in the way of the Roman Empire. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of them. Um, no, so that was just one where I'm like, how, how I, I, it's there has to be so much cognitive dis- dissonance mm-hmm. with Christians to be like, oh yes, no, this is a like a clearly a Christian president where it's like, no, no, this is like <laughs> in the almost like in name only kind of thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any of that from the fruit. I get no Christian that I know or anybody who's living their faith would try would ever make that claim. I have this amazing video to show you. There's I'm legit. A, like I was legit. Like yeah. I got to take a breather. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it, that, that claim does not surprise me at least. But um, it doesn't. But it was no. still like you've got to be. Kidding. Well, that it hit home for you especially, right? There's this video of um. Oh, maybe I should push the mic back a little. Uh, there's this video of tonight. This female representative, uh, white Christian mother, uh, straight. Um, and basically she's a Democrat and she would, she had been attacked by, uh, her right wing opponent, her Republican opponent in an email saying that she's a groomer and that she's trying to teach children about sex and stuff in school and, and all like that. And so then she comes up and she gives a five minute speech about, she's like, no, I, I am an actual Christian and this is how I'm an actual Christian where she's like, you know, um, when I was younger, my mother, uh, was, was brought into the church by like the priest or whatever the head guy. And he's like, I don't see you on Sundays. And also she was basically condemned for being divorced or stuff like that. And so the, she's like, but do you know where we were on Sunday? We were at the food kitchen Yeah, and we were given like, it. Just, and so she, man, you got it. I'm going to play the speech for you after you're going to, you're probably going to clap or something. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Oh, um, oh crap. There's one last thing I wanted to say and I can't remember now. Oh, it was good though. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. Oh, oh no. I've been collecting, yeah. I'm collecting Bible verses that condemn the rich. I have about <laughs> seven so far. They're pretty dope. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, there's numerous. Oh, yeah, there's there are, there are numerous. Yes. Um, oh dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm no. like, this is the kind of book I can get behind. If the whole thing was just like this, <laughs> like Christianity, I think the world would be in a much better place right now. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rich, they're not good people, man. You hoard more money than you can use. Like that's just well, by and, definition, you're not a good person. Well, right? And that's the, like, that's the thing. I do, like the Bible doesn't say like, Hey, it's like the m- money is the root of all evil, but it is the root of many evils. And then it's like one of the things you and I have talked about, like if, if God blesses you financially, like, to me, what you should be doing is then using that to to buy Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we are we Team Elon now? Um. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm. Uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think people should take like his ideas, and then like like someone responsible and like morally uh, like upstanding should be like, okay, we'll implement it. But like, you just give the idea, you give the money, and you get the hell away from it, right? <laughs> I can't remember what I likened it to, because uh, someone uh, someone brought up Elon Musk the uh, the other day, and then um. 
and Jeff Bezos. I, I really wish I, I I wanted to text you it because I was like, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> where it was like, oh, I really wish I could remember. But basically, it was like using comic book characters or something. Here we go. Uh, it was like, Jeff Bezos, it's like, Elon Musk is like this. Um, they said he was like Lex Luthor. And I'm like, he's not really Lex Luthor. Elon Musk is like, like he's, he does a lot of wrong. I'm not going to lie, but it's also like, I don't think, I don't think of him as like, say when you do that, like lawful evil, like chaotic or whatever, I'm be like, he's probably a chaotic, like uh, chaotic neutral or lawful. Like hi everyone, Christian here. I just wanted to make a quick note. Uh, I think that lawful evil is the perfect description for Elon Musk. Uh, the definition is uh, a lawful evil individual and methodically takes what he wants within the limits of his code of conduct without regard for whom it hurts. He cares about tradition, loyalty, and order, but not about freedom, dignity, or life. He plays by the rules without mercy or compassion, um, which I think is an apt description of any given billionaire. Uh, they play within, quote unquote, the rules, even though those rules were specifically essentially bought and paid for by those people to make sure that they can continue to hoard and collect their wealth off the backs of, uh, the labor of, of people who are paying less than a living wage. Um, and while a lot of this behavior is essentially legal due to, you know, lobbying and bribery and corruption and things of that nature, um, you know, I would say that uh, Elon Musk and people like him uh, still have a moral duty to act uh, in a defensible way, right? Um, for instance, just because you know, just because something's legal or made legal by the government doesn't mean that it's morally defensible. Um, slavery being a very good example. Uh, I mean, that was a real world world example. I mean, everyone was doing it. We might as well, you know, like I, if this guy's going to have slaves, what's why can't I? Why shouldn't I? I know it's bad, but you know, I got to run a business. You know, it's it's things like that where it's like you know, maybe you shouldn't be running businesses then, you know, <laughs> uh, if things like, um, you know, murder or sexual assault were made legal or just weren't illegal, would it be morally defensible to commit those acts? I don't think so. So anyway, that's my two cents. One of those, I'm leaning towards the evil side where I'm like, Jeff Bezos, aside from being bald and having that similarity, I definitely think of him as Lex Luthor because he's got that vindictive side where it's like, I'm going to race to space and we're going to say it's going to be a competition, but I'm going to assume the people that you're going with where it's like, no, you've, you've got the ego of Lex as well. I could totally see you trying to just run to become president just to flip Superman off. Um, well, I like, well, I think Musk is more, in my opinion, he's more like Luthor in the sense that he comes, he comes up with solutions to actual problems but the way they're implemented is really bad for people yeah we don't have enough land so i'm gonna kill a bunch of people while making more land <laughs> etc it's like hey we need electric cars because fossil fuels are bad but like the my factory is going to be rampant with like racism and misogyny and like anti-union busting efforts and anti-free speech and I, yeah, I, I see Lex Luthor as more of the straight evil. So instead of like the... I don't know, man. Inept, uh, <laughs> or, uh, where uh, I don't want to say inept because that like... But it, it's almost like that where it's like, I got the solutions, but <laughs> no good way to implement them. 